Lift up your hands and say, Lord, I worship you. Okay, without me telling you what to say, lift up your hands to him and worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Lord, I worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, like I am all the time that my diolipa for Takasi Kayaro de Payede. Hallelujah. Yeah, welcome to gifts and calling. Yeah, it's a good part. It's a good thing. I say a big amen. It's okay. But you are still, maybe you are still in the, in the spirit, in the spirit. Amen. So again, you are welcome to gifts and calling. Amen. Let's open our Bible to Romans 12, verse 1. I'm going to start there, man. We'll go to our start scripture, but we're going to start here, man. <clears throat> let me even ask, after we're in the third meeting, so let me even ask, what is our star scriptures? And then, 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 then. You know it now, you know it. It's for the gift and calling of God and without what? Repentance. Romans 11, verse 29. So don't forget that, amen. Yes. <clears throat> but, uh, Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And I'll, I'll, it's going in my heart today as we to start, I mean, as we're going to start um, gift and calling. And um, that's why I wanted to sing the, that first song we sang. Amen. Glory to God. Please, can you give me in the, mes- uh, the not the message, the amplified translation? Glory to God. And the I didn't call passion translation today, so. <laughs> Amen. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren. And beg you in view of all the mercies of God. I beg you. Amen. I say amen. amen. To make a decisive dedication of your body. Presenting all your members and faculties. All your members and faculties. As a living sacrifice. Holy, devoted, concentrated. And well pleasing to God. Which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Amen. Amen. I like this. I like classic uh, uh, amplified. The, the new one. I don't even. I'm, I don't think I'm already. <laughs> there are so many times, but I like this one. It just break up everything. Now, first. There's a presentation of what? Of your bodies. Your bodies. When, you, when we got born again, our spirit got born again. Our spirit was recreated in the image and the likeness of God. Amen. Our spirit became a brand new species. I don't want to miss this. It's very important. What Second Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. 
A brand new species. All things have passed away. All things have become what? New. Thank God for Bible school. Amen. But your mind, nothing happened to it. Amen. And your body, nothing happened to it. Physically, if you have a tribal mark, <laughs> before you got born again, the tribal mark is still there. It didn't change. Even if the tribal mark was a dedication of you to the God of Shongo, Forgive me, that's the only thing that came to my mind. Amen. It did not change anything. The back will still be there. Amen. But your spirit is a brand new person. A brand new species. I mean, it's so new that it has no bearing, no linking with the former one. I mean, completely nothing. Listen, the former one, the, the new one did not come out of the former one. No. The former one died. So the day I got born again, I got born again actually. Right? The last altar call I, 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 I answered and I, I now was convinced that I was born again. <laughs> it was June 6, 1983. Amen. In my secondary school. Before then, I did a lot of other courses. I know I got born again in those, those other courses. I just, I wasn't taught even. So, they give another call. I feel like I've done bad things. I've come out and give my life to Christ. They give another call. They feel that you have disturbed my mother so much. You have lied to my mother so much. You die, you go to hell. So, you come out and give your life to Christ. They show born in hell. <laughs> they show born in hell. Yeah, you run out and give your life to Christ again. I remember that showing Bonnie here in the church. I gave my life to Christ again. And again, I mean, they did it in school. I gave my life to Christ. Wow, but thank God, amen. So I stick with June, June 6, 1983, right? But I figured I was not born again for them. Now, this Arabe that was then, that was alive to the devil, that June 6, when I, um, um, what's his name? General Muta is going to build the Lord right now. And he preached in my secondary school, and I came out, I gave my life to Christ. And he actually grabbed me and taught me. <laughs> At least they did some things to know. I knew I was born again then. That Arame died. This new Arame that you are seeing came from God. He said, We are born of God. 1 John 4 4 says, You are of God. You, yes, it came. You came out of God. You are born of God. You did not come out of the old sinful man. You have to realize that there are two separate entities. The only thing that linked them together is that they are living in the same house. Amen. And they took up the same mind of that old person. The same mind, the same house, different people. Now, the gift I'm calling, I'm, I'm going somewhere. Now, it's your responsibility. I'm not going to talk about that today, but I'm sure we will. Right? It's your responsibility now to renew your mind. Renew your mind. 
the book of James say that that receive the implanted word which is able to save your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotion. So you may read that and say, but I'm already born again. Yes, your spirit is a brand new person, but your mind is still the old mind. And it ought to be renewed. I think the better word we can use nowadays in our generation is to be reprogrammed. I believe that if computers and the rest were there during that time, that word maybe Peter would have used. You now have to now reprogram. You now have to now put the word of God in light of this new man. This new man you have become. You put those words now into the program, into your mind. And it comes here, that I said, receive the word, implanted word, the engrafted word, which is able to save yourself. It comes by you staying in God's word. It comes by you hearing God's word. It comes by you meditating upon God's word. And somehow, you need to give time and attention to it. Say amen. You cannot listen to me. Listen to me. I have nothing against watching a good movie. I have nothing against watching uh, a good football match. A good one is the one that man you wins. Amen. The one that has now win to me is not a good one. Amen. I have nothing against it. You never see me say anything against it when I'm preaching. I don't know why people have some things against them because there's nothing wrong. But you see, you cannot renew your mind. I say, okay, I am meditating on God's word. As you are meditating on God's word, you are paying attention to the match. Are you still with me? No, 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 no. It, it, it requires you giving your all to reprogram your mind. And it, it requires you giving enough of time. You can never say that, eh? I have renewed my mind. No, anybody that said that is just eh, a fool who doesn't know anything. Because even if you got born again 15, I mean, a hundred years ago, and you, you, are, you, have, you are now 120 years, you keep renewing your mind. That's why I say, be ye transformed by the renewing present continuous of the mind. The mind constantly needs to be renewed. You cannot, you cannot say that I have understood it. I was just talking to Pastor George just before Sunday started. We just concluded and said, people need to know faith. Even, even the little we think we, we know. Even the little we think we know. Many people don't even know that little. Truly. The more I study God's word, the more I interact with people, the more I understand what Jesus Christ meant when he said, when I, the son of man returned, will he find faith on earth? Because it's easy to talk faith when you're in church eh, and everything is working well. It's easy to talk to you you're in church right now. Maybe there's a million dollars in a fixed deposit for you somewhere. Say amen now. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a million dollars in a fixed deposit in the UK, I mean the US. There's maybe half a million pounds in a fixed deposit in the UK. You have some money in the stock market. Amen. You are in church. Your, your wife gives birth to pretty and handsome kids. 
that are doing very well in school. They are always topping the chart. I mean, they are winning all the prizes. Glory to God. You, 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 you go to the hospital, you do medical uh, routine checkup. They say you are in perfect health. I mean, what are you eating? What are you doing? Your body is just like, ah! You know, everything is so fine. The, 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 your nation is saying, oh, you are so good. You are helping our nation. Everybody is just speaking well of you. It's so good to is Is it so good? Faith? You know, wow. Us is a good God. Us is a good God. My God. God is faithful. All the phone now come out of your mouth then. Amen. But Sama, let me quote Ken again. You can't talk faith without quoting Ken again. There's some people think that having a Cadillac, right, and having money in your account is faith. Then he gave one wicked laugh. <laughs> I know he didn't feel like laughing. He just gave one wicked laugh. So that is no faith. Now, amen. I don't mean to bust your bubbles, but you need to really understand faith. Glory to God. And the renew of the mind, when I'm talking in line of gift and calling right now, the renew of the mind is very important because time is ticking. You need to sit down. Sit down and listen. I'm very sorry to say again, but we have a generation that everything is just on the first lane with them. They don't want to sit down and listen. We have a generation who want to stand up on the stage and teach, but not to sit down and hear. Amen. And you know, you blow into the air, the gift of the spirit uh, flow, somebody fell down. Glory to God. You do like your eye like that. Somebody got healed. Amen. You look, ah, 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 I'm called. Pastor, Ebe, I'm called. You guys should allow me. <laughs> I, I'm serious. We need the people that need to sit down and renew their mind. And it takes time. It takes time. You see, you cannot choose a way scripture that says that. Do not put a novice into a place of authority. So if God will tell the church not to put a novice into a place of authority, you think God will now break his own words and take a novice and put and say, okay, you don't worry. These people, are, they don't want to do anything very fast. Come on, you, you are an apostle. Oh, you are a prophet. No, the reigning one now is a prophet. You are a prophet. Don't mind the church. They are too slow. So, Go and run a prophetic ministry. No. You see, Paul got born again, right? Gift and calling. I'm, I'm, I'm not forgotten where I'm going to. I'm trying to gather. I'm trying to gather. You know, when you want to talk, when God wants to talk about something like gift and calling, anywhere you go, anything you see, you seem to be seeing revelations. That was happening to me right now about gift and calling. If I, any scripture I see, I see gift and calling inside. Paul got born again, right? You know, Paul was already full of the scriptures mentally before he got saved because he was a Pharisee, right? School under Gamaliel, right? He have what we call PhD in scriptures. In our own time, we call it PhD. He had PhD in scriptures when he got born again. So, the moment he got born again, right, 
He came into the temple. He could dispute with people. With you about Jesus Christ being the Lord. Because all the scriptures he had learned. Now that he is saved, the Holy Spirit is just inspiring him. You know, it's there in him. You know, listen. Knowing scriptures. Can you, let me see this one before we, before we again to what I'm saying. Knowing scriptures. Does it make you born again? Hello. Ultimately, knowing scriptures doesn't make you a minister of the gospel. Yes, sir. Knowing scriptures is not the call. Now, let's put Paul here. We're coming back to Paul. Let's go to where Jesus Christ was born. When Jesus was born, wise men saw his star from the east and came. Right? So, I mean, uh, protocol demands. Amen. So, when they came, they, okay, we are entering to this king's uh, territory. Let us announce ourselves to him. Because these guys were loaded. And let me tell you, anytime a loaded man enters into any country, the government is thinking, what is happening? Because there is something about money and the power of money that can even overthrow the government. Amen. When the when when the 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 founder of um, what they call it Facebook came into Nigeria, right? Our government stood up. They he they gave me an audience. You must give me an audience. This guy can cause you problem. They gave me an audience. You know, you know that oh, once more, but how old is he? Has come. They, no, 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 no. They gave you. Want, no, you need to come and see us. You can't enter our country without seeing us. And what does he do? Facebook. Facebook. So that happened. So these wise men went to see the governor. Is it? <laughs> we don't want you to know that we are in town because. We see, yes, the boobas and the shakers are in town because the stars from the east directed us that a king has been born in your land. In those days, it's not election like we have nowadays. I am the king. I see the king that is born. <laughs> Something is wrong. If this boy grows up, I'm gone. And people from the east, people from the east, loaded who came to do what? To pay their respect to him. And he knew what they meant. They didn't talk about pay respect and need them. As a matter of fact, you know, churches, Yakai said, and I, I, also, I also saw it in the, um, the message, I mean, the passion translation. The money the wise men gave Jesus was enough, right? To take care of him throughout his teenage year. It was the money they used in running away to Egypt. And they stayed in Egypt for years before they came back. It was a lot of money. That would make you to relocate with your family to Egypt. And get a house, stay there comfortably. Nobody knew whether he was doing anything there. Then to come back. So, Herod now called for this where I'm going to. Call for the Pharisees. 
all these doctors of the law. Say, you guys, come, come, come. They didn't know why he was calling them. Because at this time, Rome ruled over the children of Israel. So they came. He said, uh-huh. where is it in scriptures about uh, one king like that, that should be born? Now this is what impresses me when I meditate on that scripture. When they asked, they didn't say, give us time. Let us go and check the, the, the scrolls. They and then. That's how they had the scriptures in them. They and then, they began to tell the king what the, prophet, the, the prophet, prophets have said. No, it's going to be born in Bethlehem. They're saying it. You see, they were loaded with scriptures. They were not born again. They were loaded with scriptures, right? They could without you. Can you just tap out the just give you? You know, some people, if you say, um, um, first Peter 2 25, they will just quote it for you before you even open your mouth. You will say, um, your MBC um, 2, you are delaying them. And when they give you, they'll give you the King James, they give you the new King James. They'll give you the message translation and they'll give you the passion translation as it's written in others. But, <laughs> wow, you know who did that? Dicks. The guy that wrote the Dicks, that um, commentary of the Dicks translation. He had a photographic memory. So they dared him. They said, that, he cannot quote the New Testament. He said he can quote the New Testament from Genesis to Revelation. He said he will do it. He said he, he will do it on one condition that they put it, they broadcast it on the radio listing. So the whole community will hear. So he sat down in the glass room and quoted the New Testament. From Genesis, from Matthew to Revelation. Listen, and each verse he gave three, he quoted three commentaries. Each verse he gave, he said, This is what this person said, this is what this person said. Each verse he did it till Revelation. Yes. Now he was mighty in scriptures. No, he did. I mean, they, they were always locking in jail because they were always running into a uh, problem, right? His eyes were always red because he's always reading. And he doesn't forget. If you read it once, he doesn't forget. So you can you imagine the wealth of information in that man when he died. <laughs> but you see, don't try to be like him because it's a gift. But you know what? Study the scriptures. Yeah. But I want to know something that just having the scripture alone is not ministry. It's not a call. Just because you can do that does not make a minister of the gospel. You are a good bro. You are a good sis. Now listen. Listen, this is what I'm going to. Paul immediately was disputing with the Jews about Jesus Christ being Jesus being the Christ. He was even preaching immediately as by doing evangelism, what every Christian should do. They wanted to kill him. They dropped him in a basket. He ran away. When 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 he was even trying to join with the with, with the disciples, right? 
They were afraid. Right? So, Barnabas came and, and, and shot him. I said, no, 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 look. I can't say, no, this guy really got born again. And listen, they prove he gave that he's really a Christian that you accept him was that he was preaching the gospel. That also, that also touched me. He didn't say, no, he's speaking in tongues. No, 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 no. Is that there? He's preaching and he's disputing with the Jews. Jesus being Lord. So they accepted him. But you see that. But yet, yet, he was not an apostle then. He was not even a prophet then. The preaching he was doing, he was doing it as that's the duty of every Christian. You are a weakness, you weakness your faith, you talk your faith. Every Christian does that. Just because you go out and you are preaching to people on the street and you are getting born again, does not make you an evangelist. It's the job of every Christian. We all have the ministry of what? Reconciliation. I'm still coming back to this. So let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me show you the scripture. Because we're not running too much in this gift and calling. I'm going to make sure everybody understands carefully. 1 Corinthians, back to King James. Second uh, Corinthians 5, from verse 17. Let's start from 17. From verse 17. Help me, Lord. I'm, I'm a little bit slow in my opinion. I think I thought I should be somewhere, but it's okay. I'm still okay. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Go ahead. And all things are of God. And all things are of God, who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and had given to us, and had given to what? Us. And had given to what? Us. The ministry of what? Reconciliation. So every Christian, the book of Corinthians was written to the saints. Every Christian. So if you are a Christian, right, you have the ministry of what? Reconciliation. This has nothing to do with gift and calling. This is you being called a Christian. Because a Christian is also a call. So, you being called a Christian. Read that part again. And had given to us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. Don't your neighbor say, I have a ministry. Let me hear you in Sokoto now. Say, I have a ministry. It's called a ministry of reconciliation. That, this does not make you an evangelist. This does not make you a teacher. This does not make you a prophet. This does not make you an apostle. Which I done this. Thank you. This does not make you a pastor. This does not even make, a, make you to be called into the ministry of help. This is not the ministry of help. This make you a Christian. A Christian. And you act on this scripture. You, 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 you take your ability of reconciliation seriously, which you should. And you go out there and you preach on the street and people are getting born again. People are getting born again. Right? You are getting souls. You are going to church. Before you know it, maybe 15 souls are in church because of you. 
Good. Take it to the church because of you. Good. Hundred to the church because of you. Ah. Do you know a hundred people there? Are my, are my, are my souls? I should just start a church. I'm preaching. Are these hundred people? Yes, you are there. Yes, you got them born again. You have one father. In the, in the Bible says we have one father, many instructors. So, if men like God born, get you born again, it's your spiritual father. At least, when you come out, the men that got you born again. Father, his ministry may be different, but this one is one that got you saved. I keep saying that. Somebody told me what I say is my father. I say, I'm not my father. You didn't get me saved. He said, eh? I said, eh? yes, you didn't. When did you get me saved? When you knew me, I was a minister of the gospel. So, you, you, you didn't get me saved. Right? You didn't get me through the Holy Ghost. And you didn't even teach me ministry. Can you imagine? I met you. We are in ministry. I bet we have a church when I met you. I respect you because I was there. I mean, does that make you my father? No. A thousand times? No. You may be an instructor. But you did, he, he didn't even qualify to be an instructor because he was a bully. <laughs> and I learned early in life to just dis- 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 uh, disengage. I'm serious. I'm very, very serious. I tell people that the people, people change spiritual fathers nowadays as fast as they change clothes. Don't shut me down. I'm preaching well. I know some of you may not like what I'm saying, but it's the truth. I'm, I'm going to say with all boldness because when I enter heaven, God is going to, I'm going to give account to God I say. Like water, like water. I mean, if you don't have me power, come and make that. I don't know, you're my spiritual father. I say, okay. <laughs> uh, I say, okay, I just start laughing. Okay, where are you coming from? After two months, you know, up to a year, two months. No, somebody else that's a spiritual father. Those are unstable people. Amen. They are unstable in all their ways. Double-minded person. Glory to God. We'll come back there. We also want to peg in there. We'll come back to it. Maybe not today. So, everyone has a ministry of reconciliation. Amen. And, and, and you should. Amen. They out there preaching the gospel. Say amen. amen. You out there getting people born again. Say amen. amen. And since this is your church, you should be involving them and getting them to be committed to the local church because the local church is God's plan. And if you are watching me, listening to me, and this is not your church, you should have a local church. And as you get people born again, you point them because they need a pastor is God designed. Having said that, let's go to another man named what? Philip. Right? Philip was first a normal Christian. Everybody's a Christian. Then Philip was so obedient in the work, what he did, he became what? A deacon. In Samaria, we call them ministers. So they lay hands on him, 
he became a deacon and he was taking care of what? Physical things. Deacons or ministers are people that handle physical things. To Philip's own, he was having the physical thing. He was having food at that time, right? Distribution of food because they were giving food. So, it's, 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 it's scripturally correct, right? When you get people, right, and you, you, you recognize that you lay hands on them, right, as deacons or ministers, to do the physical things of the ministry. Amen. Like nowadays, we have, you must have a lawyer. It's changing now. So, you have lawyers. Amen. You have architects. You are doing things. You, you have people that you lay hands on them and they can do it because the pastor cannot be the one to be the architect. Say amen. amen. They want to be the engineer. Amen. They want to be the lawyer. Because that it doesn't make any sense for us to leave the word of God and serve tables. Because they are, they, the best is what we're teaching and preaching, but then there are some physical things, amen, administrative things, amen, that need to be handled. I didn't hear amen. No. Amen. Now, ironically or interestingly, among those people that were, that were deacons, Philip have an anointing of an evangelist. So, for a deacon, he grew up, amen, and did well in his evangelistic ministry. Now, he went, persecution came, pause happened, amen. Sort of that was happened, persecution came, and Philip found himself in a pit and he preached. Now, Philip preached, and people, the whole, what we say, the whole town, so no need to argue about it. In religious studies in, uh, in, uh, in my school, they said that they, no, it, it was an exaggeration that the whole town could not have given their life to Christ. I said, ah. <laughs> and this man, this man was really annoying me. <laughs> And they what do you mean? He said, no, 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 no. That, that, I say, the Bible is, does not exaggerate. No, no, no. The Bible exaggerates that the whole town could not have given their life to Christ. Probably maybe 70% of the people there. Maybe, and he was just trying to speak some Oibo English. I just felt like slapping him. But then, if I did that, I would have failed the course. So, <laughs> so can we just get something very clear? Just leave it the way the Bible says. Yes, no need to just bring any confusion. Bible says the whole town gave their life to Christ. The whole town gave their life to Christ. That's the truth. You don't understand some of the things that those days, towns are not as big as towns nowadays. How much of you, how much of you world population in those days? <laughs> so, relax. The whole town gave their life to Christ. But you see what? Even though the whole life, Christ had given their life to Christ. Uh, the whole town gave their life to Christ. Philip did not say, Wow. Can you see? All these souls are mine. And all those souls were really his. He said, Okay, okay, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sit down here. I am a pastor evangelist. I am a pastor evangelist. President and father. That's another thing that is really a problem today. Everybody wants to be president and founder. Everybody wants to be the head nigga in charge or head YT in charge. Or head, uh, let me stop there. If I, if I look for more problems. 
Anybody want to be that? But you see, Philip was still committed, dedicated to his church. So they sent the church was not, his church was not even there. So they sent to what? To Jerusalem. Then apostles who are equipped, amen, to put church together, to found church, were sent. Amen. Mother Philip left there. I was preaching somewhere else. Amen. So, I, I, I brought that out. So that you know that just because you've got a lot to save. I have a lot of followers. Somebody told me what I said. Rev, no, I have people there. I have people in that town. They are so loyal to me. And if I come there, they will appear. I say that, are you sure? He said, I'm very sure. I'm very, very sure. Just let me. Just let me. I say, wait, small. He was busy reporting me. Right? He didn't like people he was reporting me to. Will come back and ask me. That one good thing about this one. Right? Follow the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs says, do not talk about a leader, even in your bedroom, that the winds, eh, it will take it. So you'll be very surprised what you say about me in your bedroom. Only you were there. I will stay here. I do not understand something. Just because I don't know, I do not hear, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I used to say, a lot of things I know. I don't say anything. Because God said, don't say anything. A lot of things I know. A lot of things you said against me, I know. A lot of things you said against the ministry, I know. You can be here smiling, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the truth. But I know. <laughs> I walk in forgiveness. I tell you, it doesn't know better. <laughs> if it doesn't do better, if it does, it will not do that. And I move on because we are all brothers. You know, I'm coming from Zambia. I, just, I said, Look, can I tell you guys something? Forgive and forget. The core of this gospel is forgiveness. So leave it. You have opportunity of acting on it. Don't be here crying, crying, one pity. Act on it. So when I was thinking about that, you know, the Lord told me something which really got me really thinking. Do you know Jesus was highly spoken against? You know why Jesus can walk on earth? You know the way many people are receiving Jesus right now and believing in him right now. It's not the way they believe in him when he was walking on earth. They, they misinterpreted everything he did. I mean, literally everything was misinterpreted. He was spoken evil of. When he healed people, when he healed people, they said that he was healing them using Beelzebub. Can you imagine that? You are healing people, they said they are using demonic powers. Now he used Beelzebub, prince of the devil. He even preached sometimes, they said, ah, this guy, the, the, who does he think he is? They will now say they are not following him again. When he died, that's how controversial everything is. When he died 
And he told them he was going to rise. He rose. They carried money and bribed the soldiers to go and lie that his disciples told his body. Do you know that they today? And that was scripture said today, right? That is what the, the, the Orthodox Jew believed that Jesus' body was stolen. today. And you know the first thing that told me that, that gospel, I was so young then. But my uncle, when I, was, when I came to his house, I was just very excited. I was SBS and I was preaching to him. He said, Aramay, relax, relax. Jesus did not rise from the dead. I said, what do you mean? He said, Aramay, let me tell you something. In the confusion of everything, his disciples came and stole his body away. And they say he rose from the dead. That, that, you see, he didn't appear only, how come it's only them that saw him? And if Allah preached to you, <laughs> if you don't know your stand, you know, Alan walked on me. That's why I know that uh, there is nobody. I'm serious. That can change my mind to that about strength. Uh, if I tell you everything, that is only, that is about resurrection. If I tell you about fasting, everything to me, it has, a theory about everything. Don't know where he got his theory from. About everything. One day Saturday, he was the first person that told me about the seven, the six or seven book of Moses. He said, Do you know there's a six or seven book of Moses? The Bible only put only five. Do you know that there are two, two more that tell us the real truth? He just went and just brought out. He said, Look, I saw the book of Mammon. I said, Alan, first it was his hand, but from his mouth, I first heard of it. I went to school that day. I started asking people, who know about this? Said, yeah, I started hearing about it. He had it in his drawer. He bought it. I said, look. Controversy that followed Jesus Christ. And the Bible said that the master, a servant is not greater than the master. If they spoke evil of the master, they will definitely speak evil of you. I pray that will calm somebody down. So when they speak evil of you, learn to just forgive and forget. I mean, he's, one of his core staff, one of his core office staff, the one who was keeping his money, the one who ate from the same plate, I mean, the same plate, the guy deep hand into the same plate that Jesus Christ deep hand to eat was the one that betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver with a kiss. He added affection to it. Affectionately betrayed Jesus Christ. What the 30 pieces of silver? He was the one holding the money. And Jesus' ministry was a rich ministry. They were constantly giving to the poor. I mean, a, a, a poor man don't do that. But he betrayed it, what? 30 pieces of that. And he did it with emotion. That's why the Bible kept saying that he betrayed him with a kiss. They have to add that. That's the person that was eating from the same plate with him. One of his is 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 said number one number one guy the real G. You know I'm talking about Peter. That night he was beat. That night he was caught. 
denied him three times. You know, I, I was lying down on the bed and Lord will put all this. And it, it just made a lot of sense to me. And I wanted them to see. I said, listen, don't, don't just be walking around with, oh, this person said this, this person said that, this person said that. They did it to Jesus Christ. They will do it to you. Say amen. Amen. So you must, I mean, not the more ministry first, to be a Christian. You have to learn to forgive people and forget. Forgive and forget. I heard somebody say, you know, some dad, you read some things on Facebook. For reading's sake, it helped. You know the way people are thinking. And I respected this lady very well. He said, no, 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 you can't forgive. You can't say people should forgive and forget. You can't forget. Your memory is always there. I said, what are you saying? You do it by faith. You do it by faith. If, if, somebody, if, if somebody, something somebody did against me, anything, come back to my mind, I'll tell myself, I say, Arabe, I have forgiven this person by faith. I have forgotten. I refuse to think about it. You did by faith. You did by faith. It's a good part to say a big amen. If I say there's a magic provider, now you shout more. So this one you should shout very well. Say a big amen. amen. I did demand the amen. Glory to God. Good. Wow. I've opened a lot of a lot of, a lot of doors. And you start closing them one by one now. So, it's not just knowing scriptures, right? And yet, ample time with all the scripture Paul knew. And he was still preaching. People were still getting saved. He was going to the ministry. Yes, pastor. Bible talk about him even going to uh, Arabia, you know, in the book of, the book of um, Galatians. If some years are even missing, but we not talk about some years he spent in some places. But if you put everything together, what you can have there, apart from the one missing, about 13 years. Now, I wanted you to see that because I want to see the process, the time it takes for a ministry gift to develop. It's not novices. They can't do it. It takes time. 13 years plus. From when Jesus appeared to him, Jesus spoke to him. You know, there and then, Jesus spoke to Paul about the ministry. And Paul already had scriptures. A professor in scriptures. Yet, it took 13 years plus. 13 years plus to develop into a ministerial gift. No matter what it is. Whether it's apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher, or the ministry of help, or exalting. You, you, it, time is taking you to develop into it. Time is taking you to develop into it. And that time, that time, let's go back to first, uh, Romans 2, where we started. And that time is very important because even though you know scriptures, let's say you are like Paul, you still need to be meditating upon these scriptures, these things. Remember what we read last, uh, last um, Tuesday 
1 Timothy 4 verse 4. They say, meditate upon this thing. Give yourself wholly to it that your profitings may appear unto all. A, 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 a renewing of your mind is very important. You, start, you need to start thinking. Amen. The way God sees you. If God sees, I'm not talking about the general one now. You are righteous. You are healed. If God sees you as a pastor or as an evangelist or as an exalter, anything God sees you, you have to keep meditating upon it and start seeing yourself in that light. Start seeing yourself. The same way you have to meditate and see yourself as righteous. You have to meditate and see yourself healed. You need to meditate. Mental time. Mental time. Mental time. Goes into it. I don't know. God also spoke to me about healing. But I don't know. I don't seem to see anything happen. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know the time? The mental time on my path as I've gone into Meditating on those things he has told me. I'm praying about it. I'm, I'm not, I didn't talk about prayers today. Maybe next week I'll talk about prayers. I'm praying about it. Amen. When, when Jesus Christ went into prayer and fasting, right? At the outlet of his ministry, God was speaking to him because we saw that God was speaking to him. But then he took time to fast and pray. 40 days in fasting and prayer. Glory to God. And in that time, eh, a lot of time mentally, a lot of time mentally was given to it. In another place, boss said, he magnified his office. A lot of times people think that it, just, it means that anywhere you go to church, it's like, oh, I'm a prophet, I'm a prophet, I'm a prophet. No, that's not what it means. It may be part of it, but you see, the magnification is in his, in his self, in his heart. Mental time giving, thinking about it, about the prophetic anointing, about the teaching anointing. Glory to God. You know, interesting. Particularly the teachers. You know, interesting. People, you have a gift of teaching. You could teach. But to sit down and get accurate information is a problem. So you see, at a study to show yourself approved unto God. So you see, with your call, there is this time you give, and that's what I, I'll get there. Amen. 20, 20 more minutes. With the, with the call comes commitment. Okay. With the call, right, comes what? Great commitment. Commitment. Commitment in the preparation. He that teach, let him wait on his teaching. So, there's a time you set aside to wait, to, to give yourself to it, to study, to meditate. I keep going back that the, the, the time mentally that you put into it. Glory to God. 
you, you, you read. Amen. You, you, read, you read books. People don't like reading books. But they want people to listen to them. <laughs> you know, God put so much desire in my heart yes ago by the gift of the Spirit. I, I got every book I could get on the gift of the Spirit. I got every tip I could get on the gift of the Spirit. Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Copeland, um, Lester Sumra, Howard Carter. I got everything I could get. I spent time. Um, um, Dr. Osborne. T.L. Osborne. When, when you talk about healing, almost everyone that have a great healing ministry have taken time to read after them, read their works. It was something I even have K-Lex, amen, um, doctrine-wise. I still read because I was after the anointing of God upon their life. William Abraham, my God, <laughs> uh, I mean, the power of God, that guy is something else. He was a little bit weird when it comes to doctrine-wise, but it's okay. You, you, you take the power and leave the weird doctrines alone. Alexander Darwin started even in Zion City. He started sitting in the United States. It was so good. I mean, Zion City was so known to have. Nobody in Zion City felt sick. I mean, can you imagine? People, if, you, if you come into that city, you get a house there, you don't fall sick. That's how strong his healing anointing was. But you see, they started having problems financially. <laughs> he really had problems financially. He also became a little bit weird in his doctrine. He said that he was the Elijah to come. Build one big throne and sat on it. It's okay. So I, I followed Kenega and forgot about some of those weird doctrines. And, <laughs> and just take, take, take the healing. My God, Alexander will walk into a hospital, right? There's a, a woman that had cancer, had grown from the side of the head. Can I guess it was as big as a human head? In those days, the drugs they have, if they inject, it will enter into the mouth, it will poison her, she will die. So they could not even inject to remove the, the distance. There were five doctors, right? If you have five doctors and three denominational ministers, or three doctors and five ministers of the gospel, how many? Five doctors and, th- and three ministers. And they called him. And Alexander walked in and just grabbed the growth and said, In the name of Jesus. And you yank it as though you remove plaster from somebody's face and drop it in the bin and walked out. The doctors immediately checked the, the skin. They say it was like the skin of a newborn baby. I mean, the lady was instantly, you know, I do yours, I do something yours, you yanked it out and just drop it in the bin and walked away. I mean, that, that is the kind of person I was talking about with this. In his anointing. You see, but you see, if you look at them, if you see the time, and now that if you see the mental time, that went into a depression. They, they gave themselves completely to it. Listen to me. They call, right? We cost you everything. And you must be willing to commit yourself. That's why I say alongside the call is what? Great commitment. Great commitment. You see, 
what what uh, uh, um, John was saying. When I was a baby, you were crying. Then you become a man. You, you are grown up. You are walking. Then you are an old man now. You are only somebody is dragging you around. That is what maturity is. When you come to people that are mature, right? You are being led to go to where you don't want to go to. It's not, it's not, where you are still in the place that you are doing what you want to do, amen. He is still a boy, boy. When you come to his life, it's not what you really want to do, but what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. You are led into it. That is maturity. That those are fathers. You don't preach what you want to preach. You preach what he wants you to preach. Amen. You're not in Abuja because all your brothers are in Abuja. Am I preaching? Yes, sir. They are here because God has to be here. So that's why they go to where they go to. All my family members are there. It will be better for me to be there. And God wants you to be in Ishakbele. <laughs> At that <laughs> There's no light in Shakpele. There's no even a bridge to Shakpele. God said, that's where I want you to go to. And what we need to do that. You, you want to go and sing in Lagos. All the singers seem to go to Lagos. I mean, in Lagos, you see some good label, Christian labels. You sing in Lagos for you know it. Your album is everywhere. And God said, no, 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 no. I want you to be in Sokoto. You, you, there's one church there, Zion Ministry Church in Sokoto. I want you to go and sing in that church. Zion Ministry. Who knows who know Zion Ministry Church? I mean, if you ask me to even go and sing in Living Faith in Sokoto, I can't even understand. Zion. Which one is Zion Ministry? Say, yes, go there. And if you are even bold enough to even go there, you come there. The day you come there, you see about 10 people. And the pastor is the one living for that worship. The fountain of life oh, is moving everywhere. Whosoever we know can never, never test again. <laughs> Take six instruments. You enter the church, you say, God, it can't be this. It doesn't come with it. God said, no, I want you to change the, I want you to change the music of this place. Say, no, 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 Lord, is that, no, 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 Lord, is that, let me go to Lagos, let me go to Lagos. I mean, I, I can sing in House of the Rock in Lagos, amen, that is better. Don't shut me down, preaching well. Yeah. Because we have people now, they so they are the one leading the Holy Ghost. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I don't want to listen to the Holy Ghost. No, Holy Ghost. Hey, hey, hey. You don't understand. How can I be singing in Sokoto now? Who will hear me? Come and follow me. Let's go to Lagos. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And they'll show you scripture. They want to show you scripture to convince you that what they are doing is correct. No. Be committed. Because it takes time. It takes time. It takes time. Maybe God, you got born again, or when God spoke to you about anything, God spoke, it takes what? Time. And you have to be committed. Preparation time and not wasted time. The vision, it may seem to do, it said, though it tarries, wait, wait for it. So there's this part that you wait on the vision. It appears to be tarrying, you wait. That tarrying there could be 
10 years, it could be 15 years. Again, and this was so strong in my heart. God does not put novice. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And when I come to my own personal life, as I look at this, some of the things the Lord told me, some of the gifts he told me, it took years. Some of them took 15, 20 years before I said it flooded in my life. And there are some I've not even seen it to the, the magnitude that he showed me that day. And it is going to be 30 years. And I'm waiting on it. But some of you, God tell you today, tomorrow you are there. That patient is not there. I've seen, I've, I've seen that happen a lot. I've spoken to a lot of young ministers. That patient is not there. People are so carried away with the glamour. The, the glamour, oh, okay, oh. You are driving a Range Rover. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody told me I was in Dublin. Dublin was just laughing. He said, wow. That's the first time we had a program in the UK. He said, Reverend, you have a program in the UK. These are mega breakthroughs. Oh. Mega breakthroughs. Ah, you are farmer. So, oh, praise the Lord. So, we attended with him. So, he left. Let me say that. Let me say that. He, but environment, we will have done these things now. <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. It happened the right time. But the thing is that people are all looking at things from what? From sight. Their sight. You see, when you are building the foundation, it's going to the ground. Nobody sees anything about it. So nobody really talk anything. You don't see any people praising the foundation except engineers themselves. Yeah, but if you look at it, man, I like this building. I like the aesthetic. I like the. Nobody's talking about what you put into the foundation. When you put it tight for the now see the foundation. <laughs> now see the foundation. <laughs> uh, Bishop uh, Alonga, I remember when you were telling me where, where they built that church, you know, beside that hotel there. It was a water log place. And then, he said, they, they, then, and that was then. Right, they had put 60 million into it and they're still doing foundation. I know he's an architect, so uh, um, they, are, they, they tried their lot to, come, uh, to cut down costs, but because of the water log and everything, they need to put that money. And after you have put about 60 plus million, and you see, come there, you see, see foundation. Where is God this money going to? Pastor, exactly. Where's all this money going to? And then, even the, that time, Brunel, um, Alex, Konja, Konja also was into money then. Konja even help. But see, that day, everything going to foundation. But see, when the foundation is built, the building can rise up. All the shakings that have been shook in Abuja with wind and everything, the building stood. The building stood because the foundation is good. All the rain, I walk the water, the place did not sink. We never come there and the place where they sank. Because of foundation. Spiritually, ministry-wide, do that foundation. Yeah. And it will take time. And people will not see. They'll say, ah, you still there, there? Yes. Do your foundation. Moreover, you are not in competition with anyone. You are not in competition with anyone. 
Only fools compare themselves. Why are you compare yourself with that fellow man of God that like two of you were ordained the same day? So and so what? You were even ordained before him. And so what? What God reward is faithfulness. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. That's a good introduction. <laughs> With your, your reasonable uh, service, right? Go to the next verse. This is where I'm going to. I've been not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Go back again. Go back. There's one more thing from that place. Right. It's your reasonable act of worship. What is the worship here? What is the worship here? What is the worship here? The presentation what? Of your bodies. As I was saying, your, your spirit got born again. You renew your mind. Right? What do you do with your body? You present it. So, your reason, according to, give me the amplifier again. Forgive me. Play something for me. Amen. Give me the amplifier again. Yeah, he said, this is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. This is the, this, look, the, I worship you, is good, it's worship, right? But the rational, intelligent service of worship is you presenting yourself to your call and to your giftings. Give yourself to him. That's why I call it a living sacrifice. It's not a dead one. It's alive. You know, you know some sacrifices are killed and burnt. But this one, hey, he doesn't want it to die. He wants it to be alive. Because the service is the worship. Somebody getting me? I said we hear amen more from the pastors here. The service is the worship. So you see, my, my worship is me. I'm, I'm yielding to the apostolic anointing upon me, yielding to the prophetic anointing upon me, yielding to the workers of miracle anointing, to the healing anointing. It's my rational and intelligent service of worship to God. Yes. Can you just say reasonable service? So it's not just me, you're singing, I worship you with tears coming down my eye. Then what he really wants me to do, I'm not doing it. I'm walking in disobedience. I just want to the glamorous one. Wait, 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 maybe emoji. When emoji is having a concert, everybody comes. As far all these singers and emoji will show up. They will rehearse. God say, if you don't rehearse, you are not singing. And everybody wants to be on stage that day. Right? Ah, we are even inviting the vice president to come. Everybody wants to sing for the vice president to sing. So we are like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I worship you. Are, then when I say, okay, uh, Tuesday service next week, emoji are gonna sing. You see only five. Am I still preaching? 
Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. God sees your heart. The one that is glamorous. I think it was Naughty George that told me one time that they had a concert. They had a concert in, in Abuja here. Uh, in Abuja here, I don't know what. There's a concert. And nobody wanted to sing first. Because they felt that the people singing, the first two people or three people are going to sing. People have not come yet. I think Domo was supposed to be around in that concert, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yes, Domo will not have come yet. So they don't want to sing yet. So everybody was trying to dodge singing first. They want to sing when Domo is around. You think God is mocked. You actually think in your peanut head that God doesn't know what you are doing. That you are fighting to preach the fourth. But if it's not because of your keyboard is not around, but because it, yeah, it has become a show. You know, I said something here some few days ago. I went to think about it. I said, You see, let not the, the scripture to use is what I just said. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. God sees your heart. As you imagine now, if they say, that You are going to preach. Can the couple just call and say you are preaching in the um, believers convention? How will you prepare? You see, some of you will start fasting from now till that believer convention. Like that believer convention is in November. It's no problem. You fast in November. You come and sing, but then when your church at the oh handle the Tuesday service, you even forget. Then Joseph said, I hope you know that Rebbe said, the one preaching on Tuesday. That's what you mean. So they say, okay, okay. Then you start God. He say, God is not mocked. Or like at the same time, like the example I use, POP, emoji my example today. Like the example I use, emoji. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, um, oh, the great, not the, the, what, Donnie McClucky. How do you call it? That's the name, right? Donnie McClucky is coming. Kick more, eh? Don't, eh? Tom, no, that white one. Don't more is coming. Catch Franklin is coming. Copy all those popular, eh? I don't even know that one. Hillsong, oh, that Hillsong. Danny, I know, I know Danny Zex. I know. Fred Diamond, they are all coming, and there's, 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 every, there's a big concert in the Hilton, right? And they said, ah, they, they like emoji. Emoji, emoji, come and sing. Come and sing, uh, maybe, uh, Vedas. And you guys see that they are going to do Riaza all night. You know, everybody will be here and do that Riaza all night. There will be no argument about you. I don't have to beg them. Uh, 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 what is it? I don't have to call. Uh, I don't have to call. All of them will be here. Just say, when is the all night? We are here. Yes, I have been planning to join MOGCs. Can I join now? <laughs> don't worry, I'll buy my uniform myself. No need to complain. Is that is that not is that not hypocrisy? 
Oh, my brother, my sister, let you have a pure. I know what I mean by that. I'm not saying that you're not born again, but let you have a pure. Let your motive be, be right. Can the hate talk about plans, purpose, and pursuit? Your motive is very, is very, very important. And that's why I know many Christians don't like that book. Because most of them, their motives are wrong. It's just a selfish motive. I'm very sorry to say. So it's just, just, it's just about the money. And it's, it, they just turn ministry to just be about the money. It literally, what you can get out of it. That's why, to be honest, that's why many people want to be present and found out because the money ends up with you. Oh boy. But you go enter that place. So. <laughs> you will see that it's not like you think. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as you think. You have to put your faith to work. You have to put your faith to work. Me, I've been, I've been saying it and I've been, I've been, I've been calling. I said, look, if you want, just come. You will handle the finances for the next six months. All the money that come into Savannah, Abuja here will come into your hand. We will do everything we are supposed to do. I'll just preach. You don't need to even buy food for me. Mama, uh, what do you call it? Uh, this guy that, that buy food for me. Gatekeepers, I'll tell them to be that six months that you buy food for you. That you'll be going to your house, cleaning your house for you, doing everything for you. Me? I'll just preach. You know, I'll be the happiest person on earth. Then you understand. I'll end here, right? We'll continue on Tuesday. God will help us, amen. But you're giving yourself to the call. That work we that where we stopped last week. Fortunately, we're just about to start. When I when I use Jake's as an example, remember your talent, right? Those that use their talent and those that buried it. The one that buried it, Jesus referred to him as what wicked and unprofitable servant. I use the word wicked, twisted minded. And we are seeing here that. Our reasonable act of worship, our service, is when we give ourselves. And God gives platform. And listen, 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 listen. The first platform God gives you, right, is your local church. And I believe that's why many people run in trouble because there are many people abuse the platform that God gives them in the local church. Some of them is because of ignorance. They abuse it. And if you are not faithful in that, you cannot take the next step of promotion. No, you can't. I remember I also told you that if you must win the crown, you must run what? Lawfully. You must do it in accordance to it where God has planned it. You can't break the rules. God cannot break the rules. And no prophet can break the rule for you. I know this is this how God wants to do, but I'm going to just lay hands on you so it cannot happen that way. It's a lie. That cannot happen. They can lay hands. I mean, have you seen that? That have you seen that? Uh, I don't know if it's a cartoon or a yab or a, a, a genuine prayer on Facebook that somebody was pouring literally a bucket of oil upon one man and said that like, like he can get married. 
You have seen it, right? I told myself, I said, buy. Go and get all the petrol trucks. And then put the anointing oil. And be flushing it upon you. You will get married. It's getting married, not by, by, it's not like that. <laughs> you just get oily. <laughs> it's not like that. Sometimes you have to just, you have to just drop that stupid character of yours. I didn't hear amen. No. amen. Just drop it. Drop that character of yours. And be a real Christian. And you see, the, the, the lady will say yes. The bro will come and talk to you. Yes. A small paradigm shift. It's the same thing. I mean, I can I mean, come all the Oyedepo, let Oyedepo come, let all of them, Ayatlobe come, let them all lay hands on you, pour oil upon you. They cannot, amen, break God's rule. You must do it what? Lawfully. You must, you must, you must be faithful. There is obedient test. Oh, for the first time, God allowed me to preach on the money test in Zambia. I was so happy. I was so happy because all the time I'm not really able to talk about that. You know, I always have a restraint. You know, I was so happy that God allowed me to talk. You must pass the money test. All the pastors are saying, "Amen." Thank you. You must, oh, you must. You must pass the money test. You must pass the obedient test. You must. God watch the heart. Thank you, Lord. What's that, eh? You said, oh, let, let me use the money test. I said, okay. And, oh, I'll be back. Relax. That hundred naira in your hand. Tight it first. That one thousand naira came. Tight it first. That ten thousand naira. Tight it what? First. And God is saying, you. Get another come. Let me see what you will do. You tight it. You won't take some offering out of it. You give. Cause a hundred thousand coming to his son. You must pass that ten thousand naira test. Or else the hundred thousand naira will not come. And there is a mighty supply. Somebody say, oh, oh, already. No, wait, wait, I'm not even finished. I'm not even finished. You must start from that hundred thousand. Then give, give, give seed. Give seed. Get involved. Get involved in what's happening in church. Get involved in the, in the building project. Get involved in anything. Get involved. Pay your men of valor's due. Let me try this side. Let me get it better. I say, pay your men of valor's due. Pay your virtuous ladies due. God is God is watching. God they see. Then it's okay. Cost a hundred thousand. I mean, cost. I may not come inside. Okay, cost ten million. Come inside. Because ten million comes, you, you feel that you are found the moon. You know, obey the test again. You will stop there. And God will long patient with you, long suffer with you. He will. It's a merciful God. But after a while, he doesn't want it to happen. He does not want it to happen. But you have put yourself in that way. If you start dropping, you think God wants anybody to go to hell? He doesn't. 
But why are they going to hell? That obedient to the gospel, they don't want to do it. To get born again. They will go to hell. It will bleed. It will, God's heart will break to see them go to hell. But they will go. They will go. The same thing. It does not take God anything to make all of us here billionaires in dollars. It doesn't. It doesn't. But you must, you must, you must. If you are not faithful in another man's business, no one will commit true riches into your heart. No. It's spiritual principles. You might say, no, I, me, I think I've escaped it. I have not been tightly. I've increased. I've increased. Oh boy. You will see. I'm still a very young man. But I've seen people in money. I've seen people in money. Did not even know what to do with money. And just in a twinkle of an eye, I see them running, walking the streets, looking for food to eat. Just like that, in a twinkle of an eye. So, don't say that. Don't. God sees everything. That's why I say, do not be envious of the wicked who seem to be prosperous. They don't envy them. Because it's the end. It's the end. Are you still here? I've gone beyond my time very well. But forgive me, I'm just coming back from a trip soon. I just preach my heart out. We'll continue on Tuesday by God's grace. Amen. Gifts and callings. So, everything God is telling you, God is telling you right now, stop evangelizing, right? Obey Him. You need to pass that test. Amen. To go to the next level. Even in our school, they do that. You must pass 100 level courses to go to 200 level. Everybody is quiet now. Amen. You must. And if or not, if what I'm saying today is going to jumpstart you to start obeying what God has asked you to do, then my mission is accomplished. But we can never go back to the days of judges where the Bible says, and it came to pass that there were, no, there were no judge in the land. And everyone did what was good in their sight. We can never go back to that time. We can never. One of the worst things to do when people do what is pleasing in their sight. No. We do what is pleasing in God's sight. We do what is pleasing in God's sight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.